and welcome to Declassified Cheat Codes, your source for the newest news in gaming and other random BS. Uh, I am one of your hosts from international, global, universal sensation YouTube channel, Good Games, Good Vibes, <laughs> Hill House. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm your other host, Josiah from Caterpillar Mom Plays. He plays it down, but I'm telling you right now, his show's bigger than mine. And we're here to bring it, guys. We are here to bring it for you, because that's what we do. We sacrifice so that you can have the newest news in gaming. <laughs> Feels good. <laughs> Feels good to do something good for for the world, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> let's just cut to the shit. Um <laughs> Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in, and uh, welcome back. We did one week without uh, Mike, but he is back and ready to uh, rumble, if that's what the phrase is. And um, it's good to have you back. Uh, I'm glad to have you back on the show, considering you're half of the show. So, Well, I appreciate <laughs> that, man. I appreciate that, and I am going to do uh, my best to... Uh, well, to bring it. <laughs> to bring it. <laughs> so we start the shows off talking about games that we've played. It's been already a full week since this started, but uh, Fortnite started its season four of chapter two. And I think this season is the best value for a battle pass that they've ever had. Um, I agree. Yeah, I agree 100%. So Right. So basically, um, it's a Marvel um, season. It's all to do with Marvel superheroes. And if you're that's not your cup of tea, then I guess that kind of sucks <laughs> if you're not into yeah. Marvel, because uh, it's 100% Marvel. But um, in the past, they've released skins for Marvel characters like Psylocke and Cable and... Um, I forget what else. Um, Black uh, Widow uh, and Black Captain Widow. America. Yep. His yeah. shield. And these characters, yeah. they all costed at the time $20. They were all $20 skins. And to, to get a battle pass like this, this battle pass comes with, I think, eight different characters with multiple um, variations of their skins. So that alone with their old system is like, you know, eight times $20, which is a ridiculous <laughs> amount of money if you had to buy these skins separately. So I don't know if Fortnite's not your thing. I know a lot of people have moved on. Um, but if it, if you're still into Fortnite and you do like Marvel superheroes, this $8 battle pass is a ridiculous value because oh, yeah. um, if you actually went through it, you get so many premium skins that if you've been used to buying skins that you liked before, um, this battle pass is just like loaded with premium skins. It's just insane. Um, not only that, it's got really cool pets. Um, there's a backpack where you can have baby Groot on your back. And there's uh -huh. a there's a pet where you can have Rocket Raccoon from Guardians of the Galaxy just fly behind you while you're playing, <laughs> which is actually really funny because... If you get downed with Rocket behind you, he like looks really disappointed in you. <laughs> oh yeah, he just, he just like <laughs> walks around like I can't believe that man. He looks really disappointed. And it's really funny, but there's some really great characters in it, and um, 
I think it's one of the most balanced uh, seasons I've played too. There's a lot of uh, weapons that were vaulted and are now back in the game, like the combat shotgun. There's a lot of stuff that um, I kind of missed in the yeah. mix of the weapons. Yeah. And um, there's even the bandage uh, gun. The thing where you heal other players. Is yes, back, yes. So. Actually, yeah, I was playing uh, not too long ago with my nephew and he showed me that. Uh, that's probably the only person that I really play with. Uh, right. I don't know why. For some reason, the kid likes getting on the video game with me. But um, it's uh, yeah. And I, I actually enjoyed myself and I found, my you know, uh, experimenting with a couple of the things that they put into the game, which is, yeah, some really cool stuff in there. I love the bandage gun. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, it's. It's still really popular with kids, and I understand um, how it's lost some of its more uh, competitive uh, fan base. There's not as big of a competitive scene to Fortnite, yeah. but um, it, it's a nice change of pace when you play a lot of uh, Call of Duty and stuff. Uh, it's got some charm to it. There's some simplicity to it. Um, I don't know. It feels more forgiving at times and then not forgiving at others. I don't know. It's It's a lot more chill of a game to me than uh -huh. something like cod you know yeah you know i agree with you yeah it's it's become that kind of a game i remember when i first started playing it it, it uh that's part of the reason why it, it bothered me it didn't seem chill at all it seemed like it was extremely uh toxic and competitive and and but yeah. it's come a long way since then it, it's still a great game and it's still a very <laughs> valid game too as far as the gaming industry is concerned because it's still one of the headliners Right. And but that could be the ironic thing is I feel like when I first got into the game, like during season three or something, I hated it because it was so full of really good players and yes. it was so competitive. Yeah. And it was so toxic. And um, I just and I felt as an game. average player, I couldn't do shit. Right. To be honest with you, I couldn't do anything. I mean, I could hardly ever get a kill. You know, right. I was always getting killed every time I rezzed, boop, you're dead again. And it really, it really wasn't fun, but yeah. Right. And At then the now, now that the competitive scene has kind of backed off away from it, yeah. um, it's now a chill game. So maybe that's just us thinking that people at our skill level are a lot chiller to play with. <laughs> yeah. Either that, or we've actually, you know, relaxed a little bit and gotten a little better. You know, I mean, there's, there's always that possibility too. And I, I'd, I'd like to think of it as that. You know, the right, only people I know that seriously skilled. The only people I know that still get stressed out about the game are like small children. So you I know, feel and like that's, it is still, <laughs> still yeah. like a experience. My nephew does get pretty pissed. <laughs> yeah, they get sometimes. really triggered from dying in a game that's about dying. That's what I always have to tell exactly kids. Yeah. Like it's you or them. You like it's a 50-50 chance. You know. As a matter of like. fact, I'll probably be playing that today with him <laughs> later on. Uh, he Instagrams me all the time. Hey, do you, Uncle Mike, you want to play some uh, some Fortnite? <laughs> but he's he's good, though, too. He I've seen this kid, you know, uh, and a lot of these kids that are, you know, 11, 12 years old are are amazing at this game with some of the stuff they can do. But I've seen him on a switch just uh, or even on his phone build you know he's just running around killing people then he just builds four walls and a roof and he hangs out puts his phone down goes and takes a break talks to everybody at the barbecue or wherever we're at goes back you know destroys his building and then kills everybody else and wins the damn game i've seen this kid do that it's ridiculous right. 
It's ridiculous <laughs> what these kids can do. But you know, I guess that's part of it, you know. And so if I see little, you know, shacks in the game, I'm going to start shooting them because there's probably some kid inside taking a break. Easy kill. I'm not, I don't need to take that audio out of context ever. No, um, yeah, please don't. But I just think it's amazing what some of these kids are doing in these games. They're coming up with these ideas of how to they can play without actually playing. It's just, but yeah, yeah, it's still got a huge fan base, and it's still going to be a, an amazingly popular, popular game. And uh, yeah, but it's yeah, just. See, uh, I think. Go ahead. I think the funny thing is that. When I play against the average, like when you get down to like the top six players or top five players in yeah. a match, you're with the like the really good players, at least in that lobby. Um, I find that they're they're most likely kids, <laughs> but I find that I always make, I feel like I always make the more intelligent decisions based on when to engage in a battle, when to use a certain weapon when what to hold on to um what strategy to go on with what terrain i feel like i make those decisions the best yeah. but these kids are like like they don't even care about that because they're just such good builders like i find kids Ex are ridiculously yeah, yeah. good builders yeah <laughs> they're always I mean, building more than you sometimes. can like imagine yeah and um, I'm always just like, I just don't even care about the building game. I don't even know if it's because I don't think I can build as good as other kids, but yeah, other kids, like I'm a kid. Um, I don't know if it's because I don't think I can build that good or if I just have no interest. I think it's because I have no interest because I've never even gone into like a game and just practiced building because I've just never really cared for it. You know, all I know yeah. how to do is build a wall so I don't die. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> But um, yeah, that's um what I've been playing this week. The other game that I played a little bit more of was Man of Madan. I started playing with uh, my wife the uh, movie night game mode, and oh really? That yeah, that was pretty eye opening. We haven't finished it, but it's a lot more boring. <laughs> oh really? Um, the the actual multiplayer version is fun because you're doing simultaneous choices in real time at the same time. And then things meet up. There's a lot more intelligence in the game from two players. When you play with, uh, when you, when you play on one screen and you're just passing the controller from one person to the other, it's a lot slower. It does not, it's not as exciting. The choices feel not as important because everyone's present for the choices and everything just seems more clunky. It's just not as good of a game from the movie night mode. I really thought it was going to be something else. I thought it was going to allow you to have multiple controllers hooked up and multiple accounts to make multiple choices on the screen at the same time, but it doesn't do that. It literally is like playing single player, but every now and then it tells you to switch the controller to a different person. So there's a there's a really rare achievement for finishing the game in movie night mode, and that's because it's kind of a worth worthless mode. Um, the game is a very good game, and I praised it last week, um, but it's just it's just not very good in this game mode. It just doesn't capture the actual game, and I do not recommend playing it in movie night mode. Um, I do recommend playing it with friends. The multiplayer is great. But if the movie night mode is anything like the single player mode, 
I wouldn't play the single player mode either. It's just a lot slower. When you're playing with multiple people, the story makes more sense because it's built for that. So um, I do highly recommend Man of Madon. Just if you play it, play it with with people. <laughs> don't play it. Don't play it with uh, the movie night mode or single player. It's just it's just not the same game. It's not designed to be like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What'd you play this week? Um, no, I I really uh, I had a couple other games that I played uh, last week, and I don't think that I was around to be able to talk about it. Um, um, you know that I've been waiting for a game called New World to come out uh unfortunately new world got delayed however uh they have a preview mode for people who have already pre uh pre-ordered the game etc so i was able to get in i have a character who is now uh level 10 and uh waiting to get up to level 12 so i can join a syndicate that i've been invited to and uh um i'm not going to name drop or anything but there are some pretty big name uh 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 players and streamers that are in this syndicate so i'm hoping to learn something this is a great opportunity to uh to play side by side with some of these people and learn some things about gaming in general and about this game uh but new world i'm telling you right now from amazon gaming is uh once they get everything fixed and that's part of the reason why they're allowing us to to play this preview which we're also able to stream by the way uh we didn't have to sign an nda it's not uh it's not a um, what's it called uh, uh, classified or anything like that. It's just, uh, you know, basically it doesn't have an embargo them. on it. Yeah. Yeah. We're just helping them uh, kind of build it, you know, kind of uh, get yeah. it to where it needs to be. But I'm, I'm telling you right now, they are on the right track uh, with my PC that I currently have. I'm only able to run it at a medium setting, but it is amazing. It is absolutely amazing. It's beautiful. The gameplay is really good. I love that so far. Uh, there's been a couple of small glitches, but nothing major that would make me not play the game. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the UI is extremely user-friendly. Uh, moving around the, the whole system and getting rid of stuff that's in your bag, using things that you need to use, extremely easy. Uh, it's not a whole bunch of buttons that you have to push. Uh, basically, it's not a... it's, And I'm not putting it down for this, but it's not a World of Warcraft. Um, and it's not necessarily a Skyrim either. It's like a cross between the two with the beauty of it and the idea of the gameplay. Um, yeah, so far yeah. I love it and I'm definitely going to keep playing it. Uh, my goal is to get up to, you know, the highest level that there is, which of course is, uh, I believe it's level 35, uh, which is pretty low for a lot of games. But what that tells me, and based on what I've seen on the map, by the way, and how far you can zoom out, this world is eventually going to be so huge and open it's it's going to be immense uh with the plans that i think these people have so and amazon's got the money behind it to be able to do it too so it, it's going to be an amazing thing but uh well worth it uh if you get a chance to to purchase it if you find a deal on it even you know because it is a, a little bit of an expensive game it's around 40 50 bucks but if you get the chance to uh to play it i recommend it man it's a wonderful awesome game it's beautiful visually and uh it's really cool it's a lot of fun um and like i said the gameplay seems really smooth and uh it could be a little more challenging that's one of the critiques that i will give it i think that it should be a little bit more difficult and i have noticed that uh 
you know, leveling up, it does become a little more difficult. But I also wondered a little bit if that had to do with me, if I wasn't maintaining my gear properly or making sure that I was updating my gear as much as I should be, etc. Because I am still trying to get into the game, of course. But yeah, so far, so good. It's a great game. I recommend it 100%. You should check it out. Um, but there yeah, are a couple other just- games. I'm sorry. You just I'm sorry, but you just described how a game's difficulty should work. You just described yes. a game should be difficult if you're not keeping up with the gear and stuff and tweaking it. Obviously, yeah, that's why I wonder if perhaps it was me because <laughs> I am new to the game or if perhaps yeah. it was just the game. Because at the beginning, when I was fighting mobs, um, it just seemed really simple, really easy. You know what I mean? So I'm not sure if, if yeah, that's. People try, they try to get you hooked, though. They try to make yeah. you feel overpowered and show you what you can do and get you hooked. Um, but there are games that start hard and try to make you hooked on the difficulty. So it's choosing, yeah. I guess, to be easier at the beginning. I haven't and seen I think it, you could <laughs> I think you could choose the higher difficulties also. But um, but yeah, I mean, so far, honestly, I, I really do enjoy it. I think it's a great game. I think it's a wonderful game. And uh, so far, it's just been a lot of fun. Cool. What were the other have games you, you could talk about? Well, I, I was wondering, have you talked about, because uh, I know you've played it, right? Fall Guys? I just played it for the first time two days ago. So, uh, so and I, I, I should have talked it about it. <laughs> and I don't think that either one of us have talked about it, right? Um, Last week, I said that I was going to play it, but uh, this week was the first time I played it. I just forgot I played it. Yeah, because I played um, it, too. And I, it's a I lot absolutely of fun. I adore like it. it. Yeah, I think it's a, it's great, a great game. game. Kiki's actually sat back and watched me play this game on PC. And it's oh, my God. It's just so much fun. And if you're with a group of people, the only thing that I don't like about it is you can only have four, which is you know fine because it's a squad kind of thing. But, uh, you know, let's say you had 12 people that, you know, 12 friends that were all playing at the same time. There's no guarantee that you're all going to get in the same game, you know, of 60, but yeah, it, it is a, it really is a lot of fun. It is crazy fun, man. I, I mean, I, I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty funny. <laughs> it really is. Man. It's uh, just such a goofball game. It, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's like literally Mario Party meets um, Human, Human Fall, Fall Flat. Flat. Yeah, meets yeah. Battle Royale. So bunch it, of jelly beans and the costumes are just ridiculous. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love it. I'm, I'm probably gonna play some of that too uh, over the next. Oh, excuse me, couple of days. I apologize, guys. I, uh, you know, <laughs> kind of yawny this morning. <laughs> uh you know like josiah said i haven't really been around just illnesses and whatnot so yeah slept in but we're doing the show so i apologize for any yawns that may occur okay <laughs> <laughs> let's head on to the news because there's some people that are probably just waiting yeah, for that part of the show absolutely
Okay, so the first thing in news that I have is we talked last week about the whole Epic versus uh, Apple situation that had happened so far. The new developments since last time about Epic versus Apple is that the judge um, over the um, actual lawsuit um, ruled already that Apple cannot um, basically off Unreal Engine support. Um, And we all were already on the standpoint. Everyone knew that it was really shitty for Apple to basically just hurt anyone that even was working with the Unreal Engine because this was this goes down to very small developers and basically the little guy gets hurt from Apple making this decision. So the judge rightfully said that they can't do that, that they have to repeal that. So Unreal Engine support is maintained on iOS. And this could have been encouraged by the thing that Microsoft said about it because Microsoft decided to speak up and say that that was going to be problematic for a lot of titles that were being developed for iOS. (laughs) Um, So I don't know if Microsoft had anything to do with the decision, but they were a big name to be pointing it out. So uh, the judge probably didn't only hear from Microsoft on how stupid the decision was. (laughs) So obviously that was retaliation from Apple on the whole thing. Um, But um, I think it was about four to five days later. I think it was this Saturday. I could be wrong. It could have been Friday. Um, Apple closed Epic's developer account, um, which means that they cannot work with iOS for any Epic first party games. So if it's developed by Epic, um, basically Fortnite, um, I guess the Unreal Tournament, I'm not even sure if that works on iOS. I'm not familiar. I never heard anyone play Unreal Tournament on iOS, but it's basically just their second best choice to banning Unreal Engine is banning developer support specifically for Epic. So they just close their account, basically. Um, But what was really funny was a really low blow was that Apple, on the same day that they closed Epic's developer account, the front page of the iOS app store was a full PUBG ad saying how PUBG was... uh, being rebranded and they were adding new features and it was like a PUBG you've never played before. And it was really weird to see <laughs> Apple promote uh PUBG like that. You know it was them trying to rub it in Fortnite's face. And uh it, it was just it was just really hilarious to see that because when you know all the drama that's going on between Epic and Apple, uh for them to be pushing PUBG like it's a godsend of a game. <laughs> is really hilarious you know yeah um but it did make me think something i i suggested this i was forget who i was in voice chat with but i was talking to some people about it online uh, maybe my brother-in-law um and it was the fact of what if apple bought PUBG? like what if apple to totally rub it in epic's face bought PUBG and then actually made it a good game like completely overhauled its graphics, <laughs> completely yeah. overhauled its its uh, gameplay, and like made it this like ridiculous epic style. Made it a COD competitor, man. Yeah, yeah. What you if could Apple honestly just, you could like, do that? Reworked PUBG. <laughs> oh yeah, that would so, be yeah, amazing. I don't know. 
Yeah, it would be, be it would be super petty, but um, you know, sometimes you like to look back and watch the pettiness and just see them burn. You know, it has and been it. some extreme drama. I mean, look at look at what uh, look at what uh, uh, was it was it uh, who was it was it Fortnite that did the Apple commercial in their yes <laughs> in their game in order yeah. to uh, fuck they with did, Apple. Yeah, they did it within. Um, hours of them yeah. um getting banned which meant that they already had it animated they had it ready to go which means they so were talking about it calculated. and they were arguing about it yeah it was all calculated the whole decision was calculated <laughs> yeah it's crazy so, dude it is nuts. i think that's yeah i don't think apple would have banned the unreal engine support if fortnite didn't release that video which proved that yeah. it was intentional because obviously it was intentional. You can't act like it wasn't intentional that you're trying to get around Apple's pay system. Um, Cause that's a very clear decision to do that. It takes a team of people to put that in your game. Um, yeah. That's a clear decision. You don't accidentally do that. But when you have the video pre-rendered, then that means that it was not just planned, but it was like carefully calculated and they wanted yeah. Fortnite to get banned. So they intentionally they didn't just got make Fortnite it. Banned. They didn't make yeah. it just in case they got banned. They yeah, made it because they knew that it was probably coming, that it was imminent. I mean, it was within hours. They did it yeah, because so they knew obvious, they would be poking yeah. the bear and get done immediately. <laughs> now, if know. Apple contacted them and said, hey, you know, uh, yeah, it's Friday, so we're not going to do it today. But Monday, you guys are banned. So we just wanted to let you know <laughs> that stupid <laughs> Apple for doing it but when i saw that video on Fortnite, i almost pissed myself laughing i was like dude this is absolutely hilarious and the message at the end i was like you know what i i was kind of like you know what good for you good for you i i kind of agreed with them at that and point. that's what we said on the last show yeah at the, at the end of the last show we did say that what Fortnite is trying what epic was trying to do was was noble to an extent. Yes. And them being in the position to make the decision, like they are a strong enough voice to actually make a difference. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Is true. But the one thing that goes against them is the fact of how they did it was incredibly petty and how they did it was incredibly shitty. But like they, could have, they could have done we it need in to another realize way. That's the kind of society we're living in, dude. We're a petty ass society right now. It's kind of our thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. They could have... I, I just think it makes them look bad. They don't look like they they don't look like they came out of they don't look like they're starting this war for the right way. You get what I'm saying? It's just yeah. everybody's they, they dirty don't in look this that one. great. Yeah, that's what it looks like. It looks like everyone's got problems, so they're trying to act like rise up against Apple and their monopoly, but Oh yeah, not, you know. I don't necessarily I don't necessarily agree one hundred percent with everything they're saying about Apple, because I don't really think that's an exact fact, but I, I understand their position. Does that make sense? Right. And I understand, yeah, and that's, but, and I like how they, I, I kind of like how they, how they did it in a way where it was like in your face, but at the same time, it wasn't, you know, it was, it was like you said, poking the bear, but it wasn't a hundred percent disrespectful, even though it was disrespectful. I don't know. It's just hard to explain. <laughs> I just I thought guess. it was hilarious. Okay. I just yeah, thought it was hilarious. It's yeah, it is. Um, 
The the real thing is, I mean, we we can't relate with this, but there's someone out there that plays Fortnite only on a cell phone. And yeah. And that person's probably really upset right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> because now they have to change cell phones. Now they have to go. There's to some Android. people that prefer mobile gaming, and and I don't put them down Actually, for that. I'm They're sorry. still they can't even play on Android. I'm sorry, I forget. Yeah. Google Play also removed them. But and there's there's a lot of people that they just play mobile games and and there's nothing wrong with that, man. Some of these people are amazing at these games and I can't figure out how they can do it, you know, on a phone. But some people are just absolutely incredible. I've seen streamers that that's all they do. And one, you know, to be honest with you, mobile cod, take this, for example, is huge, huge on certain platforms like Twitch and Trovo. they're right now they're really big people love watching mobile streamers so yeah i think it sucks for a lot of people man it really does as far as uh gamers in general and it really isn't fair you know but uh they got it's the reality of the matter right now (laughs) Uh, uh yeah i don't know um we'll we'll just keep reporting on updates to the story um but that's what's happened in the last week yeah. As far as the story goes, still no sign. Th- this could be, I- I'm guessing it could be like a year. Oh, before yeah. Fortnite it's gets definitely going to be a whole bones. bunch of drama. <laughs> um, so next thing in news I have is that um, Halo Infinite had some rumors about leadership changes. And these were some rumors that were going around um, about them firing certain people on the team and then also bringing in a bunch of people that used to work on Halo. Um, They're bringing in people that worked on Halo 3 and Halo Reach and Halo, I believe it was 5. So they're bringing in a lot of people, I guess, to do like, you know, (laughs) cover for the damage that's been done from it being rushed. And there's also rumors about Halo Infinite being basically rushed for the holidays and it just it's just not being nearly ready um the fact that they delayed it to 2021 um was not surprising um no not at all it it, it was surprising in the sense that that was a big decision to be made and i normally a gamer normally game companies will push out a game that's that important for a console in whatever condition it's in. So it is good that they delayed the game. It's not surprising that they delayed the game in the sense of the quality of what we've heard about the game. But to to think it's coming out in like January or February, to think it's just a couple of months delay is not realistic anymore because these rumors of these people they're bringing in for to work and finish Halo Infinite are talking about gameplay changes. Like they're talking about elements of the gameplay (laughs) so we may this may be holiday 2021 i don't know um we're talking like crazy reworking and now you got to also remember that the covid um working from home for such a long time has also affected the development of halo infinite there's no denying that um so with that compounded with the fact that they had a very soon release date means that this this game is going to be so far off in the future as far as away <laughs> from the Xbox One that I'm not yeah. sure if it's going to be on the Xbox One anymore. They originally yeah. said it was going to be Xbox One and Series X compatible, but if they wait, 
if they wait like eight to nine months, that there's really not that much reason to make it Xbox One compatible. No, there um, really isn't. So I wonder if they're going to scrap that team because um, I also saw rumors that one of the reasons the game was not being uh, streamlined fast enough was the fact that they had teams working on the PC port, the Xbox One port, and the Xbox Series X port. And if they could cut off one of those, then maybe they could actually put more time and effort into the Series X version, you know. So that that could be something else that has been brought to light behind the scenes, you know, where they're making choices of let's focus on making this a good game and not have to have it on every single console that we, you know, own right now. So, yeah, that's about it on the rumors for Halo Infinite. Um the good news is they're putting they're putting in way more hours into it. They're they are hiring more than they're firing for Halo Infinite right now. Um I've heard that there's a couple of teams that have been doubled in size for it, so they are putting a lot of chips into that. Um so I'm still excited about it. I think the single player mode is going to be a lot of fun. Um I hope that it really showcases just a good gameplay. I don't really care as much about the graphics or the frame rate or the multiplayer. I don't care about any of that. If it just is a enjoyable game and something that like, you know, screams this took time and effort, then yeah, that, that'll be worth it. And that's at the end of the day, that's all that you're really looking for in a $60 game or I'm sorry, it's next gen, a $70 game. <laughs> but um, yeah, still talking about Halo Infinite. Let me attach this on to the end of that statement. We talked either last week or the week before about Monster Energy accidentally leaking a uh, pricing for the Series X that then was debunked because they said that the pricing was never actually released to them, that they were just estimating. So we knew that they were doing a promotion with Monster Energy for the Series X and Halo Infinite that obviously with Halo Infinite getting delayed has to be reworked. And the way they're they're doing damage control with this is the Monster Energy cans are now going to have XP for um, Halo Infinite, where it gives you like double XP for so much time, either half an hour or an hour or whatever. Um, and the thing is, so you're so you're, it's coming out this um, winter, the the Monster cans. So you're thinking, well, how are they doing a promotion for a game that's not out? They're saying that you can bank the XP. Basically, I guess you're going to have a Monster Energy account and you keep adding XP to it probably. And then when the game actually does come out, then you can transfer over those XP tokens. <laughs> so it is it is different because um, we're used to things like Call of Duty having XP promotions where you can immediately use it. You know, even Halo's done that in the past. But this one's going to be you get XP tokens and you have to hold on to them until the game comes out. And hopefully you'll remember that there were XP tokens <laughs> that you earn. Yeah. So basically the XP tokens for Halo Infinite that they're going to have on the packaging, since you can't use them yet, they're making you allowed to save them. So they're, yeah, basically you create your account and anything that you get on the Halo Infinite, you, you, they're requiring you to save until Halo Infinite comes out because they're not allowing you to use it on any other games. I think it's totally stupid because the problem is that it, what they're not understanding <laughs> is that if you if they let people use this stuff right now, you know, think about it. When Halo Infinite comes out, are they going to get more X, you know, uh, 
you know, try to be buying more tokens to get XP. Yeah. It, it, so it's dumb. It's it, the the token, the XP tokens are a money sink and they should be treating it like that. But they're requiring people to to hold on to them. It just doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean, they have to hold on to them because they're they're putting them on Monster Energy cans before the game is even <laughs> announced the release date. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's it's Microsoft doing damage control on a promotion that they had already set up, and they're trying to, I guess, not lose the promotion with Monster. <laughs> and this is the best they can do because, yeah, as far as I yeah, know, I, can get this, that. I don't think the promotion is giving away Series Xs anymore. I think it originally was giving away Series Xs and also had Halo XP on it, but I don't think it's doing the giveaway anymore. So I think they lost that, which is kind of crazy because. That's actually something you can give away right now. <laughs> Rather than just yeah, keeping the Series X promotion and losing the Halo promotion, they actually lost the Series X promotion, and now they're keeping the Halo Kept one. So the Halo it's, one. It's really yeah, weird. It's backwards. Um, yeah, but it's I, backwards because they're choosing to keep something that they can't give away. <laughs> so with with Halo kind of being out of it, what do you think is going to be like what kind of exclusive do you think is going to be dropped? No, I know it's off subject a little bit <laughs> with series. X. I don't think anything. Really? I don't think they're going to have any exclusives. I don't think so. This, they don't, everything they have, every company they've bought that is exclusive to them. They bought so recently that there's nothing far along in development to be exclusive. Oh wow. We're looking at like a year from now. So I don't think they're gonna have anything at launch. That's why Halo. And that's is probably so why important. they're gonna keep it so low, yeah. The price. Yeah. They're gonna have to be real low on the price in order to sell them. This is gonna be interesting to see what happens, dude, because that is gonna be a major factor in what Series X does as far as sales. It really is. Yeah. Because we've talked about that in the past anyway, but that's a completely different subject, and we can see what happens when that comes I up. Mean, the thing is, Monster Energy is also putting their reputation on the line here because. Oh yeah. What if what if Halo never comes out? Yeah, exactly. Like, who's going to get that lawsuit? They've they've, they've tied this <laughs> to yeah yeah. Who's going to get that lawsuit? Because you know there'll probably be one pending if that happens. But the thing is, is they've tied that whole this whole this whole campaign to the development and release of one game. I mean, yeah. that's a huge gamble, man, in business, especially right now with the state of game development and what these guys are doing as far as delays and pushbacks. It's it's it doesn't just affect the game developer or that game itself. It also affects the many companies that are supporting that game or or promoting it yeah. or or in partnership with it. Yeah, it's just so. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's uh, <laughs> Can it's, you it hurts a lot of people. So January 2019, what if you did a promotion like this with Cyberpunk um, yeah. when you thought it was coming out in October of 2019 before yeah. it got delayed to February of 2020, then to March, then to June, then to yeah. August, <laughs> then to what? Is it November now? I don't know. Anyway, if you had a promotion like this with Cyberpunk, like already people that had bought your product would be getting pissed because... They're like, man, I bought like a thousand dollars worth of monster for XP, <laughs> and now I don't even know if the game's coming out. So I, I don't know. It's it's a weird situation. At least with Halo, it has to release. Like for shareholders, yeah. Halo has to release, even if it's shit. Yeah. It will release at some point. It's not gonna like not release unless Xbox goes well, bankrupt before then. 
<laughs> but I think though that I think that people know that Halo is going to release, but also that in the long run with this delay, they're aware of the delay and they expected the delay. I honestly think that most people expected this to happen. And the reason why is because of the negative response that the trailer got. And it was so negative and there were so many specific criticisms that it makes sense that they would delay it in order to fix those. You know what I mean? In order to make it the game that their fans want it to be, because, you know, think about it. it. to be smart and make as many possible sales on this game, why not take all that that information that you got and say, OK, we're going to we're going to fix it. Let's make it this. Let's make it what they expect it to be. You know, a few tweaks here, a few tweaks there, blah, blah, blah. We need to load a little bit more money into it. You're you're going to more than make that back. You know what I mean? So it is worth yeah. the wait. It is worth the wait. But I honestly think that, that yeah, most people probably expected this. Are there some people that are going to be pissed off and some haters on Reddit, etc.? Of course, that's going to always happen. But I think most people that are legitimately thinking about the game itself are going to say, OK, yeah, this makes sense. I understand. You know, yeah, um, we you know, the leadership changes. Those may have happened, too, based on the fact that, you know, uh, they were expecting something completely different to be released that was going to wow everybody. And this really didn't, it didn't wow anybody. It just was kind of like, meh, you know, it's halo. And I, and I heard that from some (laughs) serious, some serious halo lovers, you know, that, that, yeah, you know, they were not impressed at all. And, and and for somebody that kind of just sits back and watches that game, um, I will, I really wasn't impressed either. I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. You got to grapple, but there was, I didn't see anything cool or neat like I did with, you know, uh, Senua's Sacrifice trailer part two, you know, or anything that was looked next gen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. This just this just didn't have that look at all. It didn't have any kind of wow factor. So maybe that's why they're doing it. And it, it very well could be. And it's a smart move if they are. Yeah, I think it's a combination of it not being finished and the backlash. I think there's yep. no point crunching the time and trying to get it done in time if people already uh-huh. didn't like the product, you know? Yeah, you're right. You're right. The next thing that I have is Left for Dead 2 is getting an official, non-official campaign update. Have you heard about this? No. <laughs> so this this is really funny because if you want to make fun of Valve for not putting content out, like original content, um, besides a VR game, <laughs> uh, here's another great example. They are going to officially add a campaign update to Left 4 Dead 2 that was made unofficially by fans. It's just a fan-created um, campaign update. It's got story to it and campaign goals. It's like a full campaign expansion and they, I guess, liked it so much that they were like, oh, we'll just officially release it. <laughs> oh, wow. Which is cool. I mean, that's cool for the guys that designed it. Um, that's awesome. But what would be even cooler if it was a, you know, fairy tale story and they got, you know, jobs <laughs> out of it. You right. Know? <laughs> we yeah, created I mean, this th- fan based content and got our dream jobs. That would really yeah, be a it- Cinderella story. I mean, yeah, in one sense, but the ironic part is if they got jobs at Valve, they would be suddenly not doing anything. (laughs) Very true. Very true. 
So, <laughs> so they probably were like, yeah, we'll, we'll take this from you, but we can't offer you jobs because we don't work on games. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually funny. But, but it's, I mean, it, it's pretty crazy because it's cool that it has a campaign update for people who enjoyed Left 4 Dead 2. Yeah. It's really cool that it was designed by, you know, just fans of the game. Uh, it's just it's just hilarious that Valve can't even keep up with their own IPs enough that fans have to give them games. <laughs> this is so funny. It's like they cannot support their own IPs enough to even like be making their own games. They have to let fans do it at home. So, uh, yeah, it is what it is. Um, the next thing in news that I have is that Just Dance 2021 is making a huge mistake. Um, Ubisoft, I don't know if they've lost their minds, but they are not releasing it on the Nintendo Wii. Um, <laughs> up until Just Dance 2020, it was still releasing on the Nintendo Wii and still selling pretty good on the Nintendo Wii <laughs> because so many people still own the Wii. Um, so it is interesting that they decided 2021 was the title that would lose support for the Wii. Um, it, it'd be really funny if there was like a petition to get it released on the Wii <laughs> and they ended up having to do it anyway, but the, it is so lucrative on the Wii just dance 20, just the, just the just dance series is so lucrative that they have taken the time to make sure that it has been available on the Wii, uh, you know, way into the Switch's life. We're not even talking about Wii U. We're talking about the Wii. We're talking about a console that has been irrelevant for over 10 years. And <laughs> it, it they're just still making games for it. And uh, there, in fact, there were games still made for the Wii back in, um, I believe it was March, we reported that there was a game that was being added to the Wii store. Um, so there's still a pretty big install base with the Wii because they just sold so much. Um, oh, yeah. So it's really surprising that the Ubisoft has chosen now of all years to quit support for just dance, but we'll see how, how bad the backlash is for that. We'll see if the, the Wii players come out and say that they're not upgrading consoles. They want their just dance, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Yeah, it's always it's been a running gag. Like year after year, it's been a running gag that they keep releasing it on the Wii. Um, like you could walk into a Walmart and it would be the only new Wii game. It'd be so weird. It'd be right between the Switch games and the DS games. Would be this one Wii title, <laughs> and uh, it, I mean it's sold. People still bought it. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, we'll see what the backlash is on that. So keep you updated. Uh, next thing in news that I have is that Ubisoft has copyrighted the name Immortals for a game in several countries. And a lot of people are speculating whether it's the retitling of Gods and Monsters that uh, Mike has actually been talking about um, quite a few times. You talked about it way back in February. Yeah. I think oh, you talked yeah. about it back in November, too. And I even thought this game looked pretty decent. Uh, it's like it's from the same team that did Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yes, it's like a Greek mythology kind of looks like between Fortnite and you know Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It looks like a cross between those games, and it looks like a fun um, stylistic adventure game. It's something that is probably 
not going to make headlines, but it looks like a fun game to actually play. And if it is getting renamed, I think that is good because I did think Gods and Monsters felt like a like a place filler. Like it's it felt like that wasn't an official name. <laughs> Gods and well, Monsters. Isn't there a movie like, called Gods and Monsters? Um there's maybe. a movie called that. And and that's what it kept making me think of was either a movie or a TV show. And uh yeah, it just but I like Immortals better. I think that's a great uh a great idea. Yeah, I think Immortals makes more sense. It sounds more yes. modern. It sounds more um because that's who you're accessible. playing. You're playing as an immortal, yeah. right? I think so. I think you're playing yeah. as like a yeah. an immortal. Yeah. Just makes um, sense. Or you're fighting immortals, one of the two. <laughs> something like that. I don't know. It has something to do but with yeah. immortals. Yeah. Yeah. So it could be a different <laughs> game title, but it's very likely that it's renaming Gods and Monsters. Um but uh, there's supposed to be a big reveal on Gods and Monsters next week. So we'll be looking at that and seeing if that reveal is also the name change. So yeah. that that could be what the reveal is. It could be revealing the name change and more gameplay. We'll see. Um, but yeah, look forward to Gods and Monsters. Maybe it's called Immortals. Maybe it's not. <laughs> uh, the last piece of news I have is that the Series S has finally been officially referenced on Microsoft material. Uh, before, some people that just worked with Microsoft had like accidentally tweeted stuff referring to the Series S. Um, we've had like unofficial confirmations, but this one is an official printing confirmation. Um, there was someone on Twitter that posted a picture of their Game Pass code on that they got from a Microsoft Xbox controller. And on that paper, it says in the fine print that it's compatible with Series X and Series S. So <laughs> oh, wow. that is the first print reference from Microsoft confirming a Series S, even though they haven't actually confirmed it publicly at all. <laughs> so that that is that is a funny way to get it. It means that they're already yeah producing next gen controllers that means they've already gone through their batches of last gen controllers and they're printing you know new material to go inside of you know controllers that they're going to sell through next gen and uh i guess they're on shelves before they they're making the announcement about the series s <laughs> so there you go <laughs> and i don't think that's a mistake i think that's just probably supply and demand they probably didn't yeah, perceive more than that. likely they probably didn't perceive that a certain controller color sold as much as it did. And it probably got restocked before, you know, they expected to even need to restock that one. So, yeah, because because it was one color. I think it was the one that's like a it's like a fractured. Polygon blue gray mixture one and um that one was the only one that I was seeing anyone report on having that paper, meaning it was probably, you know, out of stock. And then they actually made more and they had, but they had the new uh, game pass cards in them. So yeah. So series S is a real thing and it'd be really crazy to hear these prices. We're really ready for these prices. Yeah. Um, nobody's officially released prices yet. So 
Um, it's crazy. There's like heavy rumors from everywhere, from Amazon, oh, huge game, GameStop, and, and from a lot from of reliable Monster. sources too. Yeah, yeah, from a lot of yeah, reliable and, sources, and none of them are consistent. So it means no. that a lot of these people are given placeholders. So misinformation uh, is being put out there. Yeah, that's what I honestly think. It's it's, um, it, but what's funny is is it's it's like you know it's almost like watching Xbox. It's like watching Microsoft and Sony uh sit there and and you know try to make each other flinch who's gonna go first you know what i mean it, it's yeah. just kind of funny to watch you know who's gonna who's gonna say what first you know who's gonna say whose prices you know etc but yeah yeah it's craziness it really is it's just like come on man just fucking tell us and let's be done with it you're only looking at a couple more months anyway it's <laughs> yes <Yeah. laughs> I, I just don't get it yeah but I, I honestly think that uh, in my personal opinion with the Series X, I think $399 is pretty much the firm price. And I think uh, we're going to be probably looking at uh, uh, $499, if not a little bit more for S. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me. I'm hoping $399. <laughs> I, I think $399 is what it's going to be. And the reason why is because that is a reasonable price for something that's not bundled with a game. You know what I mean? You're getting a lot of power for that 399 and you're probably at least going to get a, uh, a next gen controller with it. So you're not getting a game. Well, guess yeah. what? You're also only paying 399. So you're getting a fucking badass gaming computer, uh, the fridge for your, you know, entertainment. Cause there's a lot of other stuff you can do with this thing. And, you know, other games, you know, that you can still get that are going to be enhanced for, these next gen consoles, you know, you're still going to be able to have some fun with it. So I think it's a at three ninety nine is still going to be a, a really good steal. I'm just really interested to see what uh, Sony comes up with as far as their price. And it would be nice to see them, you know, get close to that. It really would. I would actually think about, uh, you know, getting one. But if Sony has, which they probably will, an exclusive that's going to be bundled with it, then I would expect that to be more like four ninety nine for their yeah, starting package. So they both have a premium version. They both have a slim version, basically. A yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to predict that both. So, so they're obviously not going to be the same price. But I'm going to predict that both of the main, like the superior editions, I'm going to predict that they're both five ninety nine, and that the Series S is going to be three ninety nine. Three ninety nine? Seriously? Yeah, because it's supposed to be weaker. It's supposed to have less features on it. It's supposed to be an actual degraded version of the Series X. The PlayStation 1, as far as I know, is just taking out the disk drive. So I'm thinking the one without the disk drive for PlayStation is going to be like $499. So I think it's only going to be like $100, maybe a $50 discount. But I'm thinking the Xbox One could be a $100 to $200 discount, you know? Because yeah. it's more than yeah. just a disk drive. But actually, I think it's still going to have a disk drive. I think the Series S is going to have a disk drive. <laughs> so then it's kind of weird. So then they may actually be around the same price. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. It, it, it'll be nice to get some firm some firm answers on that. And I think we'll probably see that here in the next couple of weeks to, you know, two to three weeks. Because okay. we're in September, that's man. I, I that's mean, all I have about, for news. 
they're talking about a November drop, right? October, yep. November. Yeah. So they got to figure yeah, it out it's soon. It's got to be soon. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got some, uh, uh, some pretty good news, man. You got some good stories today, dude. Uh, Thank you. You know, you know how I like to talk about cheating, you know, in games, how it bugs the shit out of me. It's just one of my pet peeves, uh, you know, and if I ever catch you, better believe, man, I'm going to go keyboard warrior all over your ass. But <laughs> now um, I've got some new news in this. Uh, a couple of stories, actually. First one I'm going to talk about is uh, CSGO. There's multiple CSGO coaches. Um, that were uh, recently put under some pretty serious uh, suspensions uh, due to using a bug, a spectator bug. And uh, they were using this. And if you take these certain steps, basically what happens is uh, you take a combination of different steps and this bug will let you spectate from anywhere on the map and relay that information. So they were relaying this information uh, three of these coaches that are esports league coaches, professional coaches, back to their players. And um, basically, they were winning these um, tournaments because of this. Now, there's specific section uh, 6.10.5, which talks about use of bugs and glitches, and that's in the ESL rules. So these guys knew that they were doing wrong because it talks about intentional use of bugs, glitches, or errors being forbidden. So they knew what they were doing is wrong. And um, I started reading some stories about this where, you know, well, it's too bad for the players. Well, guys, the players knew what was going on, too, because they were getting the information from their coaches in the middles of these matches. So basically what they had to do is ESL had to do some uh, 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 some serious um, investigating and watching these uh, these different tournaments and they had to watch the matches and have some absolute evidence that solidified everything that they were talking about. And it was able to confirm it. So um, the coaches, uh, their names are Mechano Gun and he's of Hard Legion. He's the coach of Hard Legion. Uh, he was at the ESL One Road to Rio and he cheated on six different maps in three matches. And so as a result for that, um, uh, this guy was given a two year, a two year suspension, um, that, or that he was banned, um, for two years. Um, the other one was Nikolai Hunden Peterson, and he's the coach of heroic. Uh, he was in the Dreamham Dreamhack masters, uh, in the spring, and he cheated on 10 rounds on one map. So not games, this guy was the other guy was on six different maps in three matches. This guy was on 10 rounds. So one match basically on one map. And he was given a uh, one year suspension, not a ban, but an actual suspension. And uh, Ricardo dead. Um, and I hope I'm saying this right is uh, uh, Cine Gaglia of MIBR. Um, he was at the Esports League uh, uh, one road to Rio also, and he cheated on one round on one map. And so he was given a six month suspension from playing or coaching in any competition. Uh, so, yeah, uh, it, they're they're coming down pretty hard on these guys. And uh, 
they also made in their announcement, they said, look, you know, we want everybody to know that these hacks and these bugs were uh, noticed and seen by all coaches of all these teams, but only these three were the ones who were abusing it and were using it. So they're taking it seriously and they're they're uh, they're coming after these guys. Now, there's a group called the Esports Integrity Coalition um, that was established back in 2016. And they're they're uh, they're there to combat this stuff. They're kind of like the um, the integrity group in the Olympics or any other sport when they they're they're there to combat cheating in esports and um, make sure that there's uh, uh constant updates as to what these guys are able to do because let's face it we're talking about computers things are constantly changing and hackers are always finding new ways to get into things uh the call of duty hacker problem is a, a prime example of that so basically uh the esports integrity coalition is also starting to look at the players and they're going to hand out um uh separate sanctions and uh uh punishments all in due course uh, with their investigations under the player code of conduct. So, you know, these guys, uh, everybody screwed up. So we're talking about a lot of people. CSGO is an extremely popular uh, esport, And uh, we're talking about a lot of really good players that may be um, uh, permanently suspended or banned because of cheating, uh, or at least as long as some of their coaches were. Um, and with the severity that one of their coaches got, which was a two-year ban, I could see a lot of these players from uh, Hard Legion being banned for, for two years also, uh, or at least getting the same kind of punishment that their coach got. So, yeah, good for uh, Esports League uh, with uh, dealing with these guys that are cheating and uh, <clears throat> finding ways to uh, combat that. So I applaud them in their effort. I hope they keep up with it. It's no it's no uh, secret that I'm very big against uh, cheaters. And, um, yeah, I applaud these guys for doing what they're doing. And uh, let's hope that we can uh, keep that kind of stuff going and get rid of all these guys. Uh, next yeah. story that I, do you have anything to say about that, by the way? <laughs> no, I mean, you covered the entire story. That's good. <laughs> oh, right on. <laughs> uh, the next thing, uh, next uh, cheater that I wanted to talk about. There was a Call of Duty streamer recently. I don't know if you've seen this story where he was uh, live streaming and uh, he was talking. Now, his name is Mr. Golds and he was uh, talking on the stream about how he was so skilled. Now, I've watched this thing uh, several times and this kid. Here's how it is, Mr. Golds, if you're you know, if you happen to see your name on this you know, video and you're listening, you cheated, bro. You, you got caught at it and, uh, you, you were live streaming and you were talking about how good you were at call of duty Warzone, and that you were such a badass. And, uh, there was your engine owning cheat menu open in the background on your stream right there with all your little cheats on it. It's, you know, aim at enemy cheat, aim through wall, all that stuff. It was all on there. So basically, there was a user by the name of I want to say his name is Erase, and it looks like the S is a seven um, on Twitter. And he saw it and immediately put it up, immediately put it up and said, look, this guy's cheating. He's talking about it, blah, blah, blah. So what happened was there was a mass, huge online community thing from Twitch saying we want this dude off Twitch. Now he's a cheater. Um, Call of Duty has banned him permanently. Uh, Twitch has banned him from the platform. He is never allowed to go back and all that stuff. So 
That being said, in true Twitch, I got caught fashion. He put up an apology video and uh, there was a YouTuber. Um, you guys can check it out. It's a really good video, too, by the way. Um, named the average sniper who released uh, he here's what happened. OK, Mr. Gold's put out the apology video, but the Internet being the Internet that it is that I know and that I love uh, was able to snag that video and save it before Mr. Gold's took it down. Now, it was removed like real quick, but this guy got a hold of it. So obviously people are following Mr. Gold's and following his story. So anyway, in the video, it to me, it's it's an obvious fake apology. Uh, the guy does not look sorry at all. It looks like he's putting on a show. Uh, I made a mistake. OK, I'm going to quote this. I made a mistake and um, it's a huge mistake. <laughs> I'm not here to make up for what I've done. I'm not here to say against it or anything. And I'm not here expecting you guys to forgive me. Uh, to me, that doesn't sound like apology. That sounds like, yeah, I did it. But, you know, fuck you. And I'm simply here to say I'm truly sorry, even though I'm, uh, you know, I'm not here to say anything against it or anything. And for you to forgive me, you all have a right to be mad. Anyone who is truly loving games. It's not fair. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize it. Dude, you downloaded the software ass face. I just kind of wanted a quick way to fix my situation, but it wasn't fair. <sighs> what does it mean? I didn't mean to do it. What does that mean, dude? He knew what he was doing. He downloaded the software. And then he sat there and he said he was banned for seven days for exploring cheating in a game on uh, uh, Twitch. If that's the case, if he was only banned for seven days, dude, Twitch is uh, Twitch is going to be um, uh, facing a lot of backlash, man. You know what I mean? Uh, this guy is going to be coming back after seven days, after his seven day Twitch ban, uh, a guy who was absolutely 100 percent cheating. And I don't know why. OK, I don't know why Twitch is going to let this guy come back. He should be back around the fifth or the sixth. OK, um, but and that's to me. And, and I'd really like to know what people who are listening to the show think about this, to be honest with you. So if you are listening, please get back to me either on Twitter or something and let me know what you think uh, about this particular subject. But I think if you're caught cheating, you're done, dude, you're done. And as a streamer, as a content creator, you are claiming that you're doing something that you're that you're uh, requiring some sort of or, or, or I'm not requiring. I'm sorry, but uh, um giving some sort of entertainment to your viewers and that you're you're claiming that it's that it's actually you and it's entertaining. Well, dude, I'm sorry if you Millie Vanilli that shit, you don't deserve your channel anymore. You don't deserve it. You I think that you should lose your freaking channel. If you want to go to another platform and they accept you, great. But as far as Twitch, I think to Twitch needs to take a a much harder stance and uh Hammer these people that are doing this stuff, man. Hammer them to the ground. Let them know that, hey, you're a cheater, so you're nothing more than that. And, you know, you don't deserve your channel anymore. You need to go start over again. You know, maybe that's a little too harsh, but that's just my opinion. Um, I happen to you hate cheaters. They, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they shouldn't support 
they shouldn't allow people on their platform. Any any streaming platform should not knowingly allow people to be on their platform actively cheating in online multiplayer games. That exactly. should just be a given. So I think things that Twitch could do to actually be the big man here and do the right thing is they could have a policy of you've been caught cheating. If you want to still be a Twitch quote partner or whatever, um, you cannot play multiplayer games online when you stream. You can stream single player games all you want. That's fine. If you want to do just chatting, that's fine. You don't have to be banned from Twitch. You get what I'm saying? But if they ever yeah. s- get caught playing, you know, Call of Duty or Overwatch or League of Legends or anything that's competitive, <laughs> th- then they get banned again. You know, that they should have like a, a weak ban because you knew that you couldn't play that game and here's your ban. You know, I think that's a way of combating it because if you let him, yeah. if you let people that were caught cheating knowingly, play games that are competitive then twitch should do um investigations they should have a team of people that monitor him every stream and see like if it still looks like he's using the program see if the the gun's still doing the exact same thing it was doing from the videos where he was using you know the the cheat you know um, that that I, I would be okay with that if they if they even issue a statement they say hey we're allowing you to continue on Twitch on such and such a date but know that your account is on this list of monitored accounts where we will have a team of people monitoring your gameplay every day <laughs> you know yeah yeah <laughs> so um, I I feel like that's the hard way to do it because then that takes a lot of man hours and a lot of you know salary of people doing investigations (laughs) i think that the easy solution would just be like hey if you want to be on our platform anymore you just can't play you know multiplayer competitive games i feel like that's the answer and if if he's like starts whining about it and says that twitch is being unfair or something well i mean you shouldn't have cheated (laughs) and and i'm looking if you want to continue being go ahead but yeah, but if you want to continue to be a content creator, then you take what you're given and you just do single player games. It's not that yeah, big of a yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I'm watching this guy, dude. I, I'm looking. I'm looking at a screenshot, and it it literally, it literally, he tried to cover it up with his task manager too. And at the end of the video, he even says uh, something like "Oh God" or something like that. And it says engine owning, and it says right there aimbot tap trigger bot, uh, ESP radar. <laughs> so. ESP is basically, you know where they're coming from. Radar is, you see them on the map. You even have one that says, aim at friendlies, aim at enemies. Dude, all this stuff. And he's got it on the Zoom, head only, all this stuff, dude. And and it's so obvious that the dude was freaking caught. It is so obvious. So obvious, man. And and they're just gonna they're just gonna let it happen. And the thing that pisses me off the most, dude, is that it's just not fair. That's part of the reason why I quit playing Call of Duty, is because of all the cheaters with crossplay. If if I turn crossplay off, I might enjoy myself. You know what I mean? But I I don't play it because of all the cheaters on PC. It is so rampant. And I know that I know that uh, you know they're trying to do everything they can to stop these guys. I know that Warzone has the anti-cheat software up and they're doing, you know, whatever they got to do. But it 
God, man, it just, they've got to have harder punishments for these guys, you know? Yeah, I agree with you. I'm just looking at these, these videos of him pulling up the anti-cheat software. (laughs) Yeah. And he's got it on the wrong screen and he didn't realize it. He was looking at his chat. And he didn't realize oh it was sitting there and somebody mentions it. And then if you look at the bottom of his chat, that person was timed out for 10 minutes. Cause people were calling him out. So his mods knew what he was doing. And I wonder if Twitch can do something with the mods. Cause if his mods knew that he was cheating, they should not be allowed to be modding channels, dude. It's a matter of integrity. That's what I honestly think. And see these channels, these streamers, this whole thing is a business. Okay, streaming is a business. These guys are making money. This guy had over 1700 viewers at the time that this was going on. So he's got subscriber base. He's making he's making money off of his Twitch channel. But to me, it's it's basically it's stealing. It's not an honest living. You're you're selling something that isn't real. You're selling the fact that you're skilled and you're not skilled. You're faking it. So. To me, it isn't right, you know, and sometimes I think in the past, Twitch has issued refunds for uh, uh, for subscriptions. But, you know, how often are they going to do that before that poor company goes broke? They just need to they just need to seriously ban these guys, dude, and just ban them completely and tell them you want to you want to you want to be a streamer. You go start somewhere else because we don't want you here. I'm sorry. I'm laughing at all the comments on his stream when yeah. they see the uh yeah. they see the engine owning. It's stuff like the story is very motivating. Yeah. <laughs> Fell off a ladder today, lol. <laughs> <laughs> Show me how to carry. Um Yeah. It that's that's ridiculous. Um, it but is. No, I I think my I think my suggestion is valid. I think uh, I do too. I think they should be allowed to be on the platform if you don't play games that matter. Oh, cheat. that I I I don't know, man. I see that that's where I disagree with you, dude. I think the once you're caught Twitch cheating, is, you're done. You're fucking right, done. But, but Twitch is open to people that make music and people that just talk. And people that just do reaction videos, Twitch isn't just gaming anymore, so they can't ban yeah, you that's for true. cheating. But they could ban you from <sighs> games that you know are hurt by cheating. I think that's and, and this will probably kill his own. He he probably killed his own career as far as the streaming. You know, he he's probably going to come back because I'm actually going to go check him out and I'm going to see what he's all about. And I haven't followed him and I won't follow him, but I will check his channel and see if how many followers he loses. You know, it'd be really interesting to find out. Yeah, but everybody's going to do what you're doing. And in actuality, he's actually helping his career by cheating now. (laughs) Well, no, that that see it. Not if they don't follow him. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can still keep track of people I without guess. following them. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> and, you know, I'm not going to sit there and I'm not going to watch his stream either. I'm just going to see, you know, get updates and see what's going on. But I'm I just predict uh, that he gets larger because I've never heard of this guy and he's kind of mediocre in. I don't think he's going to get large at all, dude. I think he's going to fail completely. The only way he we'll would see. get big if he was a uh, uh, what's his name from. uh uh, American Idol 
Hong or whatever. <laughs> I have no idea what the you're kid talking who about. The kid who couldn't sing and he sang shebang, shebang, and he got famous. The the Korean kid. He couldn't sing no. at all and he got famous and made an album or two. Dude, it was crazy. It was absolutely nuts. So the kid had no talent at all, but these people lied to him and said, oh, you should go on as a joke. And he ended up becoming famous and making a couple of albums like Richard, Richard Hong or something. But yeah, watch him end up being a a nobody who gets famous because he cheated. Uh, William Hung, man, you're really, you're really close to his name. (laughs) (laughs) Richard and William are pretty close. (laughs) <laughs> shut up no i'm saying they're, they're very similar <laughs> names because they're they both have ridiculous uh nicknames bill and dick so oh, william and richard are similar in that sense <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm sorry go on <laughs> but anyway so yeah um we'll see what happens with this guy mr golds we'll see what happens uh i mean come on dude i i don't think it's gonna be that good for him i mean he put up a, an apology video and immediately took it down so I think he already knows he's screwed. He probably got a bunch of backlash DMs, you know. But anyway, let's get on to something even better than that, shall we? Have you ever heard of a game called <laughs> The Crusader Kings 3? No. Well, The Crusader Kings 3 is <laughs> uh <laughs> basically you uh you grow this this huge uh uh you know, dynasty, this huge realm and all this other stuff. And there was a, uh, there was a, um, a part in uh, this game where there's an AI. Okay. And you have in the game where you can seduce people. And part of it as a King, as a, uh, a tyrant, a leader is you're, you want to build your, your dynasty um, with, a bunch of, you know, kids. And uh, so basically you seduce, uh, you know, you know, spouses and you seduce your mistresses and all sorts of things. And uh, um, you can seduce female leaders. You can do all this stuff. It's one of the, the, the uh, uh, powers that you have in this game. Well, apparently uh, uh, the developer paradox, uh, they had to put a, you know, kibosh on their AI. Um, basically, they they said that this would make it feel more kind of realistic, uh, but the AI was uh, uh, seducing so many female player characters <laughs> that it had to be nerfed. Um, it was like horn dogging on these NPCs, <laughs> and <laughs> um, so basically, if you if you went to play a female character, you were getting hundreds and hundreds of seduction attempts constantly. I want to know what news you subscribe to. I read the gaming news, dude. I just, I go to all these different gaming sites, PC Gamer. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, there's one that's that talks about like uh, rumors and stuff that I go check out and then find out if they're real. But uh, yeah, so they had to put restrictions on these AIs so that people weren't getting overwhelmed with these constant seduction requests in the games if they were playing a female and uh yeah so um you <laughs> know mean, some of the guys were saying yeah you know right? 
there might be some people in real life that would enjoy this, you know. <laughs> but but yeah, so uh you know, but the thing is with this uh when you're getting these seduction requests too, um it one of the things that I read on one of the ends of the stories and it was hilarious was that uh you know, some people might enjoy it, but it's a completely different thing. Like in this game, where it res- when it results in a blackmail of twenty percent of your yearly <laughs> income in game. <laughs> so yeah, just a funny story, dude. Of AIs gone wild. I'm sure we're gonna see those videos pretty soon on late night TV. And uh, yeah, so if you want to get harassed, be a female player on Crusader Kings three, and the computer will do exactly that. Yeah, I think they're just trying to make it realistic. That's all. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) They're just trying to make a social commentary on women being harassed all the time. You know, and that's what's funny, too, is actually I have uh, there's something about that that I was going to bring up because you talked about social commentary, which talks about to me, which brings up the uh, the case of, uh, uh, you know, agendas being put into video games. And one of the things that I wanted to talk about was uh, politics in video games. Okay. Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? And um, one of the things that's come up is Joe Biden. Okay. Uh, Joe Biden has officially uh, launched uh, campaign stuff in Animal Crossing New Horizons uh, with yard signs. Um, There's yard signs that say Biden Harris uh, yard signs with red, white, and blue sunglasses that are Joe's. Uh, there is a Joe sign with a rainbow E, and there is a Team Joe sign, um, apparently, that you're able to put into your uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Um, and there's basically a, there's they're a doing Joe it. hat that looks like you're yeah. sniffing your hair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's Joking. just really weird. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I you know I guess I guess I can understand. I, I can <laughs> I can understand you know uh, why they're doing it. I mean, look at I mean I bring up Fortnite again, okay, and the way that they are able to uh, cross merchandise and. You know, they're able to get together with other companies and have these huge concerts. And, uh, you know, Travis Scott, let's use that as an example. Twelve million people apparently uh, attended this concert online. Um, You know, uh, other people, they're doing uh, virtual festivals, uh, movies, TV shows that you're able to watch on the big screen. So I could see this uh, this whole kind of cross platform, cross uh, media kind of thing that they're doing with video games and whatnot. But, you know, does this take it to another level with using politics in video games? I mean, yes, the majority of people that play video games aren't just children. You're also talking about 20-somethings. You're talking about 30-somethings, upward into, you know, sometimes 50, 60, 70-somethings that are playing these video games. And uh, it is a good way for these political campaigns to get in touch with new voters, you know, et cetera. But, you know, I, I, I'm kind of on the fence of whether it's good or bad. I mean, you know I, have my, I have my opinion if you want me to interject. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so 
I think politics and gaming is fine when it is a position that everyone should agree on. Um, like, quote, Black Lives Matter. Uh, when that oh, was on games, decisions, yes. then yes, yeah. that's fine. Um, everyone making a statement for that is fine. Um, doing politics as far as like relief efforts and things like that, that's fine. But when it comes to a two-party system that is literally just based on people choosing between one skin tone and another of white, um, <laughs> I just, yeah. I, I, I think that's that's just something that will divide people. And I think that doesn't belong in gaming because yeah, that's just, it's based on division and something like black lives matter is not based on division. That's based on equality. You know, I think, I think when it comes to the two party system of the elections, I think that's a little bit cringe because it's just, it, it's just asking for a negative reaction. So there's some people that are probably like, Oh, it's so cute. And I need the little Biden stuff in my animal crossing. But I mean, they're going to be upset when they see the Trump stuff in another island. So, I mean, if they're not OK with both sides of the fence, then they shouldn't be OK yeah. with their side of the fence. You know what I'm saying? Yes, exactly. <laughs> so exactly. I think just and, don't yeah, touch I on think the it's two party cause... system. <laughs> yes. Yes, I agree. And I think that's where that's where, you know, for for certain for certain. uh uh I don't want to say political things. I want to say more for certain. Uh, uh, Are you trying to think of like, oh, campaign word for it? Not not necessarily a campaign, but for certain uh, efforts and, and okay. certain things that we have to do that we have to take care of, you know? Um, yeah. I think that there should be campaigns and stuff like that in games to bring awareness to certain things. I, I, that's what I'm looking for to bring awareness to, to, uh, right. uh, uh, certain fundamental changes that need to be made in the world, uh, uh, to address certain ways that, you know, things are happening. Then yes, I think that those are good, uh, because a lot of times those add to narrative based games. Those right. add to the feels of a game. Those add to, uh, the entertainment of a game. And cause a lot of the times when we look at these, uh, you know, let's just say we're playing a narrative based games. We want to see those uh, other characters, philosophies, uh, whether it's controversial or not, their their ideologies, their ways of thinking, because we want to be that engrossed in that game. You know what I mean? We want it to draw us in. Now, if it's a game that, you know, it has a, a certain nature about it where, you know, the uh, the the bad guy has a certain philosophy or politic or about him. Well, that's part of it. That's part of the story. And you're going to either disagree with that bad guy and you want to go after him, or, you know, you're going to be a sick bastard and agree with the bad guy and not care. But, uh, it's, but I think that we're always going to see that. And, and people to me, honestly, and this is after some really deep thinking about this is that I think it's reasonable to have a certain amount of, ideology in video games. I really do. Um, right. Cause all of this stuff, politics, uh, how you think about something, like I just said, ideology, philosophy, any of that are cultures that are different. It's all a part of our society. That's all a part of how we are as people and, uh, what makes us, you know, this huge, you know, differences, but at the same time, you know, the same, you know, it's just, it, it's what makes us, <laughs> 
human. And I think that we need to uh, uh, get ready to embrace that in video games because we're going to see it. And and I think that it makes uh, some of these games um, uh, much more interesting and much more compelling in their stories. Uh, it, but what it all comes down to, dude, is video games are art. You know what I mean? Right. And, I'm, and it, it's their expression of that situation or that certain that certain idea. And right. uh, we just need to we just need to be ready for it and used to it and not not get so butthurt over certain things. But I but I think that it, but on your respect, what you were saying uh, as far as the two party system that I 100 percent agree with, I right. think as far as a two party system that should not be involved in games. But everything else, I think, is fair game. Right, because you were touching on something I was about to say, which is, um, I was just thinking about it while you were talking. It's people when they play video games that are customizable, like Animal Crossing, The Sims, uh, etc. Things that involve you making a perfect version of yourself. You see yourself in the game, and whether or not you like it, most people see it as a reflection of themselves. Meaning, if there is a cause that they want to support, like let's say they add face masks to a game and you're like, yeah. hey, I believe that people should wear face masks, so I'm going to wear a face mask. Or if there's a Black Lives Matter t-shirt or something, you're like, hey, I want that because that reflects something that I agree with. It's more yes. customization of your... You're trying to reflect yourself in the game, if you get what I'm saying. Because it's your but, avatar. I agree with that. Yes, I right, agree with but that. that stuff... That stuff is the choice between a good, noble cause and ignorance. You're making a choice between yes. ignorance, um, ignoring something, or actually being aware of something. So you're trying to bring awareness yep. to something. Where in the two-party system, whether it's Democrat or Republic, Republican, um, that whole thing is not about ignorance or awareness that whole thing is based on two systems that both have a lot of ideologies that are correct in both fields but the whole time both ideologies are just hitting each other down acting like they're superior and that the other is inferior so it's just war tactics and everything about the mindset of a two-party system is just negative because as much as you act like you're trying to support the cause as much as you want to say you're democratic party is you know your black lives matter and you're treating republicans like people who are choosing to be ignorant to the problem um yeah in the same sense it's not just you for a cause and then the other's ignorant no it's you acting superior to the other thing by saying that it's trash <laughs> so it's it's a lot different than supporting a a cause over the lack of awareness of the cause it's you saying that you're superior and that everyone else that doesn't agree with you is trash. <laughs> so it's, it's yeah. a lot more toxic. The two-party system is way different. So yes, it would reflect your personality, allowing you to have Republican Democratic flags or T-shirts or whatever in your game is, you know, a reflection of yourself. But in the same sense, it's based not on something that is universally... It's, it's not saying that you like, you know... It's not saying that you are a vegetarian or you don't support eating meat or something. It's not that. <laughs> it's saying that you don't support eating meat and you wish everyone that ate, ma 
ate meat would die or something. It's just, it's totally different. So I don't, yeah. I don't think the two party system is a healthy thing to add to video games, but as far as no. reflecting political beliefs on yourself to further personal personalize your in-game characters i think that's yeah. fine but yeah your example that you're bringing up i don't think is fine i i i'm not comfortable with that even though i have no real problems with yeah i mean i'm not even going to say that <laughs> i don't i have many problems with both of our candidates this year uh, oh, so <laughs> i don't I. have any idea yeah <laughs> i have no South idea South Park always said it best for. dude <laughs> Dude, since since I was able to realize it, dude, it, South Park has always said it best. It's always going to be the same, dude, between a diet, giant douche and a shit sandwich. That's all we're ever going to yeah. get. <laughs> that's that's what he had uh, the Jenner as his running mate, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. That's all I have to say on that. Well, let's get on to some uh, some better things. You know, there's a couple of different things. Uh, one of them, you know, a little sad. Um, we all know about it. Uh, uh, Chadwick Boseman, uh, Black Panther, had uh, died uh, uh, on August 28th at the age of 43 uh, yeah. uh, due to colon cancer. Uh, four year battle with that. Um, I, you know, honestly, I had no idea about this. I'm sure that there was something out there about him uh, battling no, it colon wasn't, cancer. It wasn't public knowledge. Until then, it was it was said that it wasn't public at all. Had no idea. Uh, the guy looked amazing. Um, I thought he was completely healthy. I was looking forward to many more years of uh, of uh, uh, Marvel movies with this guy. And uh, yeah, it's just sad, you know, but in that um, one cool thing that happened and from everything that I've seen, this was not planned. And this was actually uh, are not planned because of his death, I should say, um, uh, due to the timing of a Black Panther statue uh, being put into Fortnite. Uh, and um, this uh, Black Panther uh, statue, it's it's um, it's really cool looking, man. And it's about a little bit west of Misty Meadows in the uh, in the game. Um. Apparently, they had been planning and they had built this statue, made it in game uh, uh, to drop with the new um, Marvel uh, Chapter 2 Season 4 stuff that was coming out. Um, So it was almost a little uh, it was very not almost, but very coincidental um, that this came out. Uh, It was released uh, just, I guess, uh, a few days after his death. It was put in the game. Um, and a lot of people thought it was because of that, but it was just uh, coincidental. It had nothing to do with his death. It was due to the whole uh, Marvel, uh, like I said, Chapter 2, Season 4 narrative uh, that was being uh, dropped. But um, what's really neat is uh, Fortnite players are using the statue to pay tribute to him, uh, sharing images, um, all sorts of stuff all over Twitter and Reddit, everywhere else. Um, there is a, uh, a calling for the sale of the Black Panther skin, which everybody's expecting that, um, that all proceeds are donated to charity. So it looks like they might be doing that, too. So uh, out of this is some good stuff coming. And um, it wouldn't be I, I bet they would raise a lot of money for uh, colon cancer uh, research uh, by donating that money. I think it would be awesome. And what a great thing to do in his name, too. Uh 
And I think this statue is just going to attract a lot of people for a long time to come. I wouldn't mind getting a little uh, screenshot next to it myself. Uh, one of my favorite ones is uh, uh, of a um, Reddit user um, where it's Captain America standing there saluting at the statue. It's really cool, man. Uh, so, yeah, it just goes to show you, you know, uh, fans, how how uh, uh, how good they can be, you know, with these uh, tributes to some of their favorite uh, their favorite stars. I mean, I love the guy as Black Panther. I thought he was awesome. I loved that movie. And uh, it's just a damn shame. He was way too young, but uh, good for Fortnite. And uh, go visit the Black Panther statue just west of Misty Meadows, guys. You're going to love it. All right. Uh, yeah, sip of um, coffee. What was crazy to find out was that <laughs> what was crazy to find out was that he had cancer for four years and he made the Black Panther Black Panther movie came out two years ago, meaning they probably were yeah. filming that only a year after he was diagnosed. So, yeah. And what's oh, really yeah. crazy is there was all this. There were all these things where people were making fun of him about a year ago about him losing weight and stuff and like now it's obvious that it was chemo so there's like yeah. a lot of people that like suddenly feel really shitty i guess about making fun of him losing his like muscle mass and stuff and it's 100 about assuming yeah because he was probably on chemo because i saw him i saw him in the movie 21 bridges that came out last year and i remember thinking he seemed a little bit smaller framed i was like i thought he was yeah. like more built in black panther so i was like thinking yeah. maybe they filmed it at a different time or something but uh, I didn't even look into it. I didn't even know there was like stories about him losing weight. But um, it, it's really crazy to think that the whole time he was in Hollywood, he, he was keeping it a secret because it was just a personal matter, you know. But um, it, it's really crazy because uh, he was he was one of the best parts um, about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I now I'm wondering if the Russo brothers are regretting um, making, man, this is a spoiler. I can't say that. <laughs> if you haven't seen infinity war and <laughs> Avengers um, in game, <laughs> please skip forward like 30 seconds. Um, anyway, in the, in the first movie at the end of it, he's one of the people that gets uh, snapped out of existence. Um and he's not in the second movie. He's not in Endgame for a lot of it. And uh, I wonder if the Russo brothers are like, man, we could have had a whole nother film of him if we didn't snap him out of existence. But also in the back of my mind, I'm wondering if maybe he was already in bad health and he maybe requested that they did that. I don't know. It's a lot of speculation, but there, there, there could have been a reason or it could have just been unfortunate that he wasn't in Endgame, you know, so... Just something to think yeah. about that he was in, he was in um, Infinity War, but he wasn't in in game for most of it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. True. Yeah, True. but the, yeah. And Hollywood is good story. at keeping Sorry. secrets, man. <laughs> Hollywood is really good at keeping secrets, so it could be that. Um. Basically, uh, just wanted to. Um, uh, next thing that I wanted to talk about was because uh, uh, with this, this whole COVID thing going on and, you know, um, with schools that have been closed, we're unsure if schools are going to be open again. Um, it looks like they're going to be. But are they going to be closed back up again if we end up having a new another outbreak? You know, what's going to be going on? Um, 
uh, some people were talking about using Minecraft. Uh, it was kind of a cool little story that I saw, but um, there is a thing called uh, Minecraft Education Edition. And um, basically what this does is it it is a educational version of Minecraft. Uh, it's and it's designed to be used in in the class. Uh, it's developed obviously by you know um, same people, and uh, it was released on 2016. But they're talking about um, using this now because of uh, um, what it's been going on with. Now, uh, basically, on June 26, the Education Edition public beta was made available on the Google Play Store for uh, Chromebooks. And uh, uh, August 7th, the full game was released. So what they're doing is they're they're pushing this thing out because what they want to do is, in case they have to do virtual classes, um, this is a, a fairly... Uh, you know, fairly small download. Um, it's around 207 megabytes, so it's not huge or anything. Um, so you're able to download it easy. You don't got to have a super, super duper uh, graphics card, anything like that. Most of these guys are going to be able to, most of these kids will be able to use this um, uh, with a simple laptop. Um, you can have a classroom of up to 30 students. Um, they can all play in a, uh, a huge world, like virtual classroom, uh, together. Um, they're, they've made it super easy with, uh, as far as there's no separate server, separate servers, anything like that. Um, now there's chalkboards. Uh, the educator can actually, uh, deny or block areas where, you know, they can put their classroom and stuff like that. So these, they have borders that they can put up and stuff to where, kids aren't able to go out of the classroom. They actually have to stay there and, and learn. So it's kind of neat what they've come up with. I, myself, I would kind of like to check it out and see what it's all about, but apparently they've given teachers full, you know, control over these classrooms that they invite the students to. Um, they have lesson plans that are available. Uh, it's $5 per user per year. So it's very uh, uh, affordable. And, um, yeah, it's kind of neat. Now, if schools already had the um, uh, uh, Minecraft EDU, they can get the education edition for free. So uh, this is just a good thing. I think it's um, I think it's great for uh, Minecraft because, number one, it's going to bring some uh, definitely some good publicity to them. Uh, it's going to bring some good publicity, of course, to uh uh, Xbox Game Studios and Mojang Studios. Uh, so, yeah, man, I think it's a great thing in this age of COVID uh, that we're coming up with this kind of an idea that's going to keep, number one, it's going to keep kids engaged when they're doing this uh, uh, online uh, uh, classroom stuff, if that comes to that. Uh, so, yeah, this is available right now. Uh, Minecraft Education Edition, and uh, I think it's a great idea as far as virtual classrooms are concerned. Yeah. What cool. do you think? I think it's a good idea just because kids connect with Fortnite so much. I think it's a good idea for the whole video game thing because it's just going to keep you drawn in, but yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, just a, another real quick piece of news. Uh, Did I say I Fortnite? To talk about. I meant Minecraft. Yeah, Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. Um, what the hell? <laughs> uh, it's no secret that I've already ordered uh, uh, World of Warcraft uh, Shadowlands. It's the new expansion that's supposed to be dropping in October. Uh, the other day, I was, uh, I'm was i going to admit it, I got a little bit pissed off. I was reading, uh, I was looking up the requirements because they hadn't dropped yet. And uh, I pulled up the requirements for the game. And I was like, great. Now I got to buy a solid state drive for my PC. Because the minimum PC requirements that they were going to do on this Blizzard was going to require that everyone had to have a solid state drive in order to play the new expansion. Um, this game's been around for 16 years. I've played it for almost all of that. And, uh, um, I was a little bit, I, I was upset cause I had already paid for it. And I, I just, I didn't want to have to sink more money into my PC, even though I'm, you know, you know, putting a new PC on layaway and all this other stuff. It's just, I, I was just, I was pissed and irritated. Well, I got a good story today. Just got dropped around uh, four or five hours ago. Um, World of Warcraft removed the solid state requirement and they are updating all of their PC requirements. Uh, so that'll be coming out again. Um, uh, so the average uh, PC player, you know, is going to be able to play it uh, on an HDD uh, instead of an SSD. So um, there we go. They took it away and uh, we'll be good to go. And it says right now, let's see, I just mm -hmm. got an update. Minimum requirements section for storage now reads solid state drive SSD, 100 gigabytes of available space, which is kind of crazy. I'm going to have to whew, hope I got 100 gigs left uh, or hard drive HDD with 100 gigabytes of available space. Player may experience it. Uh, player experience may be impacted on HDD. So it may be worth it to get a solid state drive. Uh uh, just so that you have a much more smoother experience with the expansion. Um, it, you know, like I said, it's still two months away. So, I mean, I may, you know, who knows? They may have a sale on solid state drives, you know, and I'll just get something big enough to handle that. And that'll be it. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, <laughs> yeah. so that's where we're at right now, guys. Uh, it looks like it's going to be released on October 26th or 27th, depending on the time zone. And uh, yeah, get it while you can. I've already got it. I'll see you there. In Azeroth. Uh, last thing I wanted to talk about, and this is kind of a big deal. We've talked about this before with, um, you know, and actually we've had a couple of more uh, uh, recently, but mental health in the gaming industry. And we talked about uh, uh, a while back about a couple of streamers who had, uh, you know, gone as far as committing suicide. And I guess recently it's happened again with a female streamer off the top of my head. I really wish that I had her name written down. Um, but uh, yeah, there's another uh, there's another one that has committed suicide. And uh, one story that, uh, you know, because of mental health problems, anxiety, et cetera. And uh, one thing that that just came up uh, and it was a story that just caught my eye. It was released about a day ago. Uh, but talking about an interview that Dr. Disrespect did talking about um, uh, not an interview, I'm sorry, during his stream, um, talking about how he's been struggling with uh, anxiety issues now because of the whole thing that happened with Twitch. And after reading what he said, um, I can kind of understand where he's coming from because, and I honestly believe this now, I really do, because the guy has been sticking to um, 
his guns on this story is that he I don't think he I honestly don't think he knows why he was banned. I still think he doesn't know. And it's just the vibe that I get. Uh, Maybe I'm wrong, but it's just the vibe that I'm getting, because what he's saying is that he is now suffering from waves of anxiety uh, because of everything that came with the Twitch ban. And that he's having a hard time dealing with it. Well, I can tell you from experience. I I don't know about you yourself, Josiah, but um, I can tell you from experience. Anxiety is not a joke, man. And it can make you feel very uncomfortable and lost and uh, out of control. And and not in not in a, hey, I had too many beers kind of out of control way in a in a scary. Oh, God, what's happening out of control kind of way. And uh, I'll admit it, man. I was one of those people that was like, whatever, man, you know, people that talk about this need to suck it up. And I'll tell you something. I'm paying for those responses uh, since I was diagnosed with anxiety issues. And uh, I I feel for anybody yeah. that has to deal with this kind of stuff. That being said, um, he said that, you know, the high pressure from all of this, from his ban and everything else that came along with it. Um, and, and I would imagine it did has caused some, some issues. So, uh, he came out and, um, he, he talked about it, uh, you know, on a stream, uh, recently, uh, that he still doesn't know what's going on. And, uh, he thinks that at this point, nobody's going to know. Um, this was on August 31st. So what, uh, two days ago, um, he admitted yes. that it take that it, that it's bugging him that it's you know uh that it's getting to him and that he he felt like he needed to talk openly to his fans and so i think that's kind of cool he uh he felt like uh before he got banned that he was you know on top of the world and everything else and then every, it was just everything came to a halt it was just taken right out from underneath him and he has no kind of situation or or understanding as to what what the situation was that caused it. And that would, I think would cause a, a, a fair amount of anxiety, you know, even, uh, you know, um, a little bit of uh, questioning about who you are and what you're all about. And maybe that's what happened during the time that he was uh, taking some time off before YouTube. But, um, you know, uh, um, he can't, you know, uh, one of the things he said is he can't, he can't, uh, 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 make up for anything that he did wrong. If he doesn't know what he did, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And he that's says, it you know, seems it, like, it seems like he really honestly doesn't know what it is, but it is yeah. also concerning because I feel like Twitch wouldn't do it because they, how much money they spent on him. I feel like they wouldn't have done it without good reason. So from both ends, yeah, it's but, confusing. Yeah, it's very confusing. And I think what's going to what's going to come is because I, I I keep reading little tidbits about that. He does have a legal team looking at it. Um, if there's any kind of uh, a lawsuit, because here's the thing, the guy was under a contract and he was he was uh, scheduled to make what I understand is about 10 million dollars a year. On this contract. Um, mm-hmm. Unless I read it wrong. So that's that's a lot of freaking money, man. I mean, that's a huge amount of money. So 
when you lose something like that, it's a, it's a major financial impact. So if he, this guy did nothing wrong, if if he truly didn't do anything, and this was more of a uh, money move for Twitch, which some people are speculating because Shroud went back. And uh, so it was like, okay, who's going to make us more money kind of thing? Who do we want? You know, maybe there was some sort of, uh, you know, uh, uh, nepotism going on, some sort of friend thing. Uh, there's a lot of rumors or, or speculation about it. So it, until we know, we're not going to know. But, you know, it just to me, honestly, and this is just my opinion, I honestly feel like he does not know why he was banned. And uh, I think that the only way we're truly going to find out is if he has a lawsuit that gets uh, put in his favor against Twitch. Because I, I guarantee you they're going to make it public unless the uh, monetary amount is so high that they keep it sealed, you know, which they could do that to avoid embarrassment. But uh, yeah, so we'll see what happens. But that's all I've got for news, guys. Um, I know that a lot of people out there love Dr. Disrespect. I think he's doing awesome right now over on YouTube. I mean, hell, his first stream, he had almost what well, was over about like 620,000 concurrent viewers at one point. That's disgusting, man. And this guy has, you know, hundreds of thousands of viewers on a regular basis. So, yeah, man, it's really neat. Cool to see what's going to go on with him. And uh, like I said, the only way we're going to find out is if he sues Twitch. So we'll see what's up. Yeah. It's one of those things that we just got to wait on. <laughs> yep, yep. And uh, let's just talk about some upcoming releases real quick before the end of the show um last week um they dc uh announced gotham knights and the suicide yes. squad game and both of these games look really good um gotham knights is a game that's based on um basically after <clears throat> after bruce wayne dies um you play as all of you know his sidekicks basically you play as batgirl Nightwing, Robin, I think Red Hood. So it's really cool yes. to see someone yes, like that's Red exactly Hood even is. make an appearance. Yeah. Um, but it's a really cool concept for a game. So I'm really interested in this game. Looks like it has really cool gameplay from what we saw. Um, oh, yeah. But the Suicide Squad game didn't have gameplay released. It was just a trailer. But we don't really need gameplay was, from the Suicide Squad which game. Which was amazing. Because, yeah, this, <laughs> the trailer's pretty crazy and it's got a really fun cast of characters. It we were talking about it includes King uh was it King Shark is his name? And that looked like uh, a pretty he, cool character. Um but he it's used made to be by King Shark. Right. And this one's actually made by Rocksteady. So this one's actually probably the successor to the Gotham Knight series because Rocksteady's actually making this one. So if you've played any of the Batman Gotham games, uh, this one's probably going to be very familiar in gameplay. I would only, you know, expect it to be. But the Gotham yeah. Knights game is made by a different team. And that is more interesting on the fact of, is it going to actually live up to its hype? You know, because it looks like a exactly. game. Yeah. But I'm pretty confident really Suicide Squad is going to be good. I think it's, it, you know, I have full faith in Rocksteady, man. And uh, I think it's going to be... It's going to be an amazing game, dude. I really do. I think it's going to be amazing. Yeah. That's just me. 
yeah, I think the Suicide Squad game looks really good. So both of these are exciting. Uh, there's no real dates on these. We're presuming next year at best. But um, yeah, that's that's it for upcoming releases that were announced. Unless you had any more that I didn't. Uh, no, actually, I, I I really don't. Um, I'm I'm kind of looking around at some games right now. Uh, not sure what I'm going to be playing. Um, I might take a break on buying games. I might look into some of the free indie games that are going to be coming out in the future and start playing a few of those, just doing the little, maybe, you know, one day test on a few games and go from there. Sounds good. No upcoming releases that I've seen that I'm really, to be honest with you, that I'm really interested in right now. (laughs) I just, I hate to say it, but I haven't seen anything that's caught my eye. You know, I'm just kind of engrossed with some overwatch and other shit. So, yeah, we'll see. And I'm happy about WoW now. So, yeah, I'm just really waiting that. for Cyberpunk, really, more than anything. That's the next big oh, yeah. game I'm waiting for. I think I'm probably going to end up playing that. And uh, more than likely, I'm going to get it on console just because I my PC won't be able to handle the beauty of that game. Just will not be able to handle it. But one thing I will say, guys, and this is an upcoming release and it's not a game. And I'm excited for it, man. Bill and Ted face the music. You're goddamn right. I'm excited <laughs> about it. Isn't it already Why? out? Why am I excited about it? Because that's not the question you just asked, but that's the question in my head. Why, you say? <laughs> Why are you excited about it? <laughs> because, man, finally again, again in this world, we can be excellent to each other. Oh my that's God. what I'm saying. There's a message there, people. We need to live it. We need to learn it. We need to love it. Be excellent to each other. So <laughs> that's all I've got to say about that. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, I don't know when I'm going to watch that because as the, I could talk on and on about how weird the whole theater situation is. Um, yeah. It's really hard for me to rent movies at home. That's a hard thing to do. Um, I've just never been a rental Digital renter is really weird, um, but uh, making the transition to watching films at home on debut is going to be a little different. But yeah, I do want to see that one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it looks like it's going to be really awkward. I feel like Keanu Reeves has grown so much as an actor. And then Alex Winter has done nothing since Bill and Ted. <laughs> so, I mean, I, you know, I have no idea. Like, and this 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 uh this will come off as is a little off subject, but I'm you said we were talking about Keanu Reeves and and you know his co-star and I uh one of the things that I thought was neat was I read a story the other day about uh both of them were in an interview talking about the movie and one of the cool fact that came out was that uh uh Keanu Reeves had actually wanted to uh uh be wolverine he wanted to play wolverine which i thought would be really kind of cool you know um i I think it would be kind of neat but he he uh he would want to play uh what was it it was a specific uh one of the specific um writers uh of it and but what was cool was you know he said that it was you know one guy said oh it's never you know it, it's never too late 
his his cohort did. I can't remember the other actor's name. I don't know why. That played with him in the movie. I Bill have no Ted. idea which movie. Oh, Bill Alex Winter. Yeah, Alex Winter. Okay. Um, I, I don't know why I can never remember his damn name. Um, but Alex Winter in this interview on this radio station, he said, because uh, 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 he said, that, hey, it's never too late. You can do it. And he told him no, um, because honestly, the role was expertly filled already, blah, blah, blah. But then when uh, this guy asked him about it, he he said that, you know, he would have loved to have played Wolverine. But the I want to say the Frank. Something version. God damn it. I can't remember the name. But anyway, uh, <laughs> what the Hugh Jackman version? No, 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 no. Um, of one of the uh, artists. Oh, the Frank Miller version. Yes. Yes. OK. And and uh, uh, so that's you know that's that's what he's talking about. And I could honestly, I I could see Keanu Reeves playing an older Wolverine. I really could. Uh, he's actually older than Hugh Jackman too. So, um, but I could see Keanu Reeves doing it, man. Uh, he's a badass actor. The guy could pretty much do anything. Uh, but yeah. Um, he's a, a major uh, 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 Wolverine fan. I just thought that was kind of interesting that I saw that whole that whole story about it. And you know, if anybody besides Hugh Jackman could pull <laughs> yeah. it off, it would be him. You know. Yeah, there was all that stuff about there was that canceled Superman movie with uh, uh, Nicholas Cage supposed to play him. <laughs> oh, dude, that was uh, when I found that when I heard that rumor, I was like, please, God, no. He's not there's Superman, all, dude. He's barely even Ghost Rider, for fuck's sake. He's barely <laughs> even Ghost Rider. And I'm sorry if you're listening to this right now and you think Ghost Rider was a good movie. Shame on you. Shame. I'm pretty sure that's my oldest kid's favorite movie. So, <laughs> Oh, um, I meant uh, right on. <laughs> <laughs> right no, I share, I, I share your sentiment, though, <laughs> dude. I, I, when they came out with number two, I'm like, why? What? <laughs> what? And it's not uh, even as good as the first. The first is still marginally better. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'd probably only watch it when it was free, and maybe not even then, because it's still using my electricity to <laughs> put it on my TV. It's just. I, I don't get it. I didn't get it. But yeah, but that is all I have in the news, guys. I just wanted to ramble on a little bit about the whole uh, Keanu Reeves thing, because guys, I love the guy. He's a great actor. He is breathtaking. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, yeah, it was a pretty full show, so we might as well wrap things up because we actually. Oh, ran wow, that's two long. hours. Yeah. yeah. Um, thanks for uh, listening to the whole show, everyone. And um, we will be back next week with more gaming news and more A plus bullshit content. Um, 100. <laughs> and, and be sure to and be sure to like play to your fullest, play your games to the fullest, and uh, be friendly to everyone you play with. And uh, be excellent yeah. to each other. Yeah. Just be excellent to each other. <laughs> yes. Be excellent to each other, man. Let's do it. Let's change the world. 
<laughs> and remember, it's not the newest news in gaming. Unless it's new to us. You know, and so if I see little, you know, shacks, I'm going to start shooting them because there's probably some kid inside taking a break. Easy kill. <laughs>